Let's just pray for a moment for this word of God that is about to be enlightened to us. Father God, thank you this morning that we can continue, Father, to worship you um, and your word. We look and we discover uh, the wonderful uh, things that you have written for us to see, displayed for all of humanity. Um, and Lord, would you just take the things that are not necessary uh, from my lips, uh, but Lord, would you send your Holy Spirit to guide us and to teach us something new in Jesus' name. Amen. So I have kept the uh, uh, the, the talk relatively short, just a couple of hours. You're all right. You're all right. Sultan's like, oh my goodness, I'm leaving. And of course, you've got who's got roast dinners on the go at the moment? Anybody? Uh, no, just us then. Is it? Oh yeah, you guys there. Who's having something else for Christmas di- lunch, dinner? Anything? What are you having? Everything but turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Just going to give this uh, short message. And it's pertaining uh, to the story of the Magi, or the wise men, uh, visiting baby Jesus in Bethlehem. We're told that he could could be in his toddler age. But we pick up the story where King Herod uh, kind of felt threatened and tried to orchestrate this devious plan to have Jesus killed. And Herod uh, was this incredibly jealous king who was afraid for his power and his position and so considered Jesus as a rival because the major I mentioned to him that they're going to go and see this newborn king, this king of the Jews. But we're going to concentrate on these verses from uh, the Gospel of Matthew. Do you want to turn with me? It will come up on the screen, uh, but it's Matthew chapter 2, um, verses 9 to 11. If you'd like to turn with me, if you've got your Bibles there, that would be great. Yeah, and so we pick up the story. Magi visit the Messiah. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose ahead of them, oh, sorry, and the star that they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and they worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. So it was... um, quite common in those days that when people were due to meet royalty um, of any kind, that they would bring, or or a person of importance, they would bring, uh, uh, they would come bearing gifts. And we see that these wise men bought Jesus these lavish gifts. Just something uh, to ponder on just now. It's quite common to hear that there were three kings with uh, three 
gifts. Now, interestingly enough, Matthew doesn't identify the visitors from the east as kings. Nor does he reference that there were only three of them. Conversations run dry over Christmas dinner. There's one to have. Oh, you know what I forgot? I forgot to share my Christmas present, right? So here we go. Christmas jammers. And some socks. Superman, Batman, and all the other superheroes there. So wonderful. Um, but I just want to ask you something. How many of us get Christmas presents that we don't necessarily like? How many of them? How many? Be honest. Be honest. How many? How many? Right. Okay. Okay. You can be shy. Don't worry. Okay. How many of us then rewrap them and then give them away? How many? Yeah. Be honest. Be honest. Wonderful though, isn't it? To receive a, a gift. But why did the Magi give Jesus uh, these gifts of frankincense, gold and myrrh. You know, some scholars say that gold would have had, uh, been a kind of a standard treasure that was offered to a king as a tribute or a sign of honour. And that gold uh, represents uh, royalty. Frankincense had this uh, kind of fragrant odour um, that was mainly used in sacrifices and um, the services of the temples during that time. And myrrh was similar in its kind of aromatic, uh, aromatic style, its taste. It was used for fumigation, uh, improving the taste of wine and uh, an ingredient for, precious, uh, for a precious ointment. But why these gifts? Why did Magi bring these gifts? Well, we know what gold represents. We've just been told that gold represents this sign of honour. But many theologians, they've suggested that frankincense points to Christ's deity or to his function as the high priest. And that myrrh is associated with the burial of Jesus, as we read in John 19. And myrrh that we read of in Mark chapter 15 served as this kind of foreshadowing of Jesus' suffering and death on the cross. Mark 15, 23 says this, When they, that's the Roman soldiers, offered him wine mixed with myrrh, He did not take it. So it seems that these gifts could potentially indicate a, a more of a spiritual symbol. So back to the text in verse 11, one thing we notice, that the Magi, when they came to Jesus, they first bowed down to worship him. And then they presented Jesus with their gifts. They first bowed down to worship him. Then they presented him with their opulent gifts. 
but the Magi knew that the best gift that they were going to be receiving in return was Jesus himself. Himself. So as we celebrate Christmas this year, there are three things from the wisdom of the wise man that we can keep us focused, that will help us to keep focused on Jesus. Firstly, the, the, the wise men weren't satisfied with looking at the star and just admiring it. They weren't satisfied with it. Why? Because they wanted to do something about it. They looked at the star and they followed it. They set out to follow it. Are we in obedience? Are we following Jesus with the trust and the obedience that is required? And that is life-changing. Secondly, they persevered. They persevered. The wise men persevered in their search and they weren't discouraged by King Herod and his devious plans and other doubtful religious leaders. Friends, we need to persevere in our continued pursuits of Jesus' truth. Despite our difficulties, failures, or opposition. We need to persevere. You see, our faith in Jesus is bigger than those issues. Much bigger than those issues. James chapter 1, verse uh, 12 says this. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. Having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. I'm going to read that again. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood that test, the person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Our faith is bigger than the world. And lastly, when they arrived at the destination the star led them to, they saw Jesus and they worshipped him first. They worshipped him first. They didn't stand there and they talk to people and say, hold my present, I'm just going to the loo. You know, they worshipped him, they bowed down, they had this sense of urgency to worship him. Worshipping God through his son Jesus is the supreme purpose for which humans were created. The supreme purpose. But we have a choice. We can worship Jesus we can worship the world. Believe, uh, for believers, worshipping God is and should be a way of life. 
The Apostle Paul defined worship as an, as an all-encompassing lifestyle. And he said this, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Our lives dedicated to glorifying God. The thoughts for Christmas. Are you going to implement that urgency to worship Jesus putting first? First in your day, first in your life. Because if you do, blessings are going to pour out on you from God. An obedient soul, an obedient person is going to be blessed by God. Our worship is holy and pleasing to God. But I will leave that between you and your relationship with relationship with God. So we shared the different presents that we've received we have received this morning, right? And the best gift ever is to every single human, generation after generation, is Jesus. Jesus the Messiah, the one who comes to save. Emmanuel, God. Let's cement that into our hearts as we celebrate Christmas and all the trappings that go around it. Put them to one side. Focus on that one true promise. Jesus brings and indeed opportunity if you do have to share that with others. The hope that Jesus brings and the difference that he can make in people's lives. If you're not a Christian here today, I urge you to consider. Consider Jesus. Because he said one thing that represents the true faith. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If he is the truth in the world, living in. We have an opportunity to know who Jesus is. And that opportunity is life-changing. Come and see me after the service. There's so much more that we do So much more. Two weeks ago, I gave you an angel key ring, didn't I? You still got it? Yeah, wonderful. Just as that symbol to remind you that God's favour is upon you and he wants to bless you despite our circumstances, right? He's with us. And last week I gave, what did I give you? Do you remember? 
embrace it, glow in the dark. And the theme was that Jesus is the light of the world. And that leaflet, the wonderful leaflet that Jenny gave us, the 10 Christmas reflections on the light and the light of Christ. That light lives in you by his Holy Spirit. Today, I'd like to give you, are you ready for this? Are you ready? Right. I, I want to give you these gold coins. So take a few. Take a, take a few. There you go. Yeah. And that gold, ignore the monetary value. Thank you, Anous. Yeah, if you don't mind doing that. Yeah. Thank you. Wonderful. Yes, gold. A symbol that reminds you of Jesus' royalty. That he is the king of kings. Born so that man no more may die. To bring us the salvation out of the love he brings with it. In Jesus' name. Take these and just remind yourself. Shall we pray? Father God, thank you, Lord, for reminding us, Lord, that there is no other gift on earth that comes even close to Jesus. Thank you for the hope of salvation that he brings. And Lord, we know that that salvation comes with the love and the peace and the joy. Lord, came to save us. And we worship you. We celebrate you. King of kings, majesty. In Jesus' name, amen.